0: Blondes with glasses, they can't sing. Blondes with glasses, let's do this podcast
1: thing. Hi, Shannon. Hi, Becca. (laughs) So... I didn't tell you this before we started because I thought it would be fun on the podcast. Um, Literally Mm -hmm. 10 minutes ago, a either drunk or high, I'm thinking high based on his eyes, uh, man tried to come into my apartment.
0: What? What? It is 10 p.m. on a Friday. Yeah,
1: so I'm sitting at my desk (laughs) and I hear someone at my door and then they're jangling the knob and I'm like, oh my God, I'm here for a break in. Like a really bad <laughs> Wait, break in. According to that commercial that they're playing
0: right now, they're playing during the Olympics a lot, it's like one in four homeowners is at in their home during
1: a break in Wow. So you are one of those four <laughs> yeah. Well So my door's locked, obviously, and he's uh-huh. like trying the door and then he's sort of like knocking on it. And so oh, I'm like, Okay, I look through the through the peephole, people and yeah. he's just it's like a guy in a polo shirt and he's got two roses in his hand. <laughs> You're fancy dude. right. Yeah. Arrived. yeah. <laughs> so, I'm like I just this guy's maybe he's going to a party or something and he has got the wrong address or something. So I open the door to tell him like wrong place and he just tries to walk in. <laughs> like well, he doesn't look up. He's just like, "Oh good. You answered the door." <laughs> and I was like, "No, no, no." And I like closed the door in his face. And he was like, <laughs> "What?" And I was like, Yeah and he's like, Where am I? He was so he looked so high. His his eyes were bright red. And oh uh God. I was like, number six and he's like, uh-huh. and I was like Yep and uh yeah and he he finally and he was and he was started laughing and I was like, Oh, you know and I was like, You scared me there and he's like, I'm so sorry and it, so it was fine. <laughs> but oh it did my. There was a moment God. there where I just kept... Well, actually, the whole time I kept thinking, I'm not wearing a bra, and I, need, I feel really weird. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, that's terrifying,
0: because I just yesterday watched the episode of the most recent season of Law & Order SCU that's on Netflix, where they're trying to track down the push-in rapist. Oh, God. So the fact that you would just
1: open the door... <laughs> It could have been the push-in rapist. (laughs) Oh, my God. I couldn't have handled it if I kept sitting there while someone was, like, scrabbling at my door and knocking at it, you know? Yeah, that's like a horror film. Yeah. Like, I couldn't just sit there and be like, they'll go away. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm glad that you just confronted him head i on. guess for i'm you. an idiot honestly <laughs> now that i'm thinking about it like it's not like i was holding a baseball bat behind the door the whole time i'm just standing there yeah. just like hey bro because <laughs> <laughs> like Get let's the- be honest like on the whole people are good that's my argument for life but oh that's a different place nice that you think that <laughs> <laughs> i truly believe that Aww, oh that's nice yeah Let's talk about take my wife. (laughs) (laughs) So take my wife is on CISO, which is a very new streaming platform. It came out the beginning of this year. NBC owned. NBC owned. So it, Mm. but it's specifically a comedy streaming platform. So it has all the old. It has all the episodes of The Office, The British Office, Monty Python. It has like all these, yeah, all those classic comedies or whatever. And then they have a couple of original programming. Um, mm-hmm. And so far, that's been, like, the UCB show where they just film at the UCB when they have their, um... Whatever. Shows. shows. <laughs> um. <laughs> trying to remember which ones. But, um... Mm-hmm. And then they have Bajillion Dollar Properties, mm-hmm. which is, like, a parody of those, like, Platinum Realty, you know, shows. Uh... Million Dollar Listings Million Dollar, listing and dollar Listings, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then a couple others... That it's mostly yeah you could tell it's pretty low budget it's only three ninety nine a month for the service mm-hmm. so I mean compared to a m- title like that's so crazy to me that it's nine ninety nine for I know a title subscription when you can have when CISO costs so little and it costs the same amount as a Howl FM subscription which I have Oh do you um, yeah because mm-hmm. I like listening to all of the Comedy Bang Bang tour shows and the Wild Horses shows. Oh, okay. There's a lot of exclusives and ad-free stuff and... Well... <laughs> but every month it's one of those things where it's like, every month I'm like, okay, have the, like, what is the thing that on this service that I need, mm-hmm. you know, that justifies this cost? And if there's nothing that justifies it, then I'm going to cancel it, you know?
0: Yeah, I do think it's important to note that I think we both are on the side of paying for content because if you if you want to support especially independent mm-hmm. like small shows like take my wife I mean the way to do it is to pay for
1: it. Well, and given the option with anything, I will always go I would much rather watch it through a legitimate route, you know, I would much yeah. rather watch my shows on demand via the cable company or whatever because mm-hmm. the quality is better. Yep. You know, it's the it's like always HD and 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 it also feels like maybe somewhere in the world they're counting this (laughs) as a view you You know so given the choice I would always like to legitimately watch my shows Mm -hmm. but then when there's something like a Hulu original series I'm not forking over the money to pay for that (laughs) (laughs) how much does how much does Hulu cost there's like steps like the lowest one is like eight dollars but that still has ads what? Yeah. And oh, so, like, the ne- I think yeah. in order to get it ad-free, I want to say it's, like, 15 a month. Whoa! Yeah. And it's... Oh, there's a gosh. lot of overlap with what Netflix has, and what you can right. find elsewhere, and what Amazon has, you know? And mm-hmm. so, th- you can't... Like, it's just... <laughs> Hulu's model is insane. Yeah. You know?
0: Okay, so, my dad and I had a road trip um, last week where we went up to New York, and we were moving a couch (laughs) and so on our road trip I told him my whole title to debacle thing because I now have a crutch and I can't take this crutch away now (laughs) um but he and I were discussing things like Netflix and it because he's a he is big into Netflix and he also does on demand for like flip or flop and all the HGTV shows and He is of the belief that at one point in the future, all these subscription services will just sort of fold into one. Like, Comcast will eventually own them all. Right. But at the same time, he also believes that this is the end of cable. And because everybody's diversifying, we'll never have to have a cable subscription ever again starting, like, three years from now. And I see both sides of the equation, but I don't see them both happening.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't believe that this is the end of cable. I really don't.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think so either because especially because they own everything right like the the mother the mothership of cable networks is so powerful now that cable won't die well as long as that's
1: how we have to get our internet you know and our news yes they can always like for me the only way I can get internet is packaged with a TV bundle like they won't really? let me <laughs> every time I call I'm like I'd like to actually downgrade I just like internet and they're like. No, you'd be paying just as much. Uh, yeah. What service do you have? Comcast. And that's the other thing is that they have Monopoly. You know, I, right. I can't get another service. Although I did want to get Verizon and they said the only way you can get Verizon Internet is if you get home phone service bundled with it as well.
0: Really? <laughs> yeah. Because I got Verizon and they just tied me into the line on the pole. and They <laughs> built, put a little box in our house and now
1: we have just Internet. I, I mean, I haven't checked it in a while, admittedly, mm-hmm. so it'd be fun to look into it again and pay less for a cable subscription I don't use. But then right. I sometimes do. Like, they threw in HBO as part of the, the, the package, and I'm... My dad just got HBO, too. Yeah. Like, I'm not paying extra for the HBO, and mm-hmm. it's really nice to have, because I, turns out, watch a lot of HBO on, unexpectedly. Yeah. And it's... And I realize that I'm not free of cable, and I don't really see a world in which I am not yeah. using it. I agree. I think that we have
0: sort of tricked ourselves into believing we're ahead of where we are.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, you but... sure, we can find everything illegally online if we want. But it's not yeah. as fun to watch it versus having a Netflix subscription. You know, when you're no. binging a show, it just auto-plays the next episode. It remembers Ugh, it's... the last episode you were watching. You could stop it midway through and get right back into it. When you're illegally mm-hmm. watching things online, it's there's... effort. It's so much effort. Like, I'll put it on the TV and I'll be enjoying it, but then when the episode ends, okay, time to get up and find the next mm-hmm. link and make sure it still works and, you know, make, really have that robust ad blocker, you know? And it's just... <laughs> It there it is a it feels better <laughs> to mm-hmm. use legitimate sources. I so one of the problems I had,
0: especially when I was living abroad, was that we didn't have like our we didn't have Netflix on our TV as well. Cause you have a PS four right? Three can you three mm-hmm. can you watch Netflix through that? Mm-hmm.
1: And okay. YouTube so, and Amazon. Yeah. And so like I never
0: had anything that did that for me. Mm-hmm. So I always my computer was always filled with Netflix, and I couldn't use my computer while watching Netflix, because it was it was doing that task, you know? Mm-hmm. And now, I live in a house with an Xbox in it, and the past two days I've been streaming, I, I finally finished all these Netflix shows that I've <laughs> putting off, because I have the ability to watch Netflix and use my computer at the same time, and it is the most fantastic feeling. What are you
1: doing on the computer when you're watching these shows?
0: I am not ashamed of it. I'm a little ashamed of it. <laughs> I've been playing Pokemon on player.org which is it, it like represents the website just pretends it's a Game Boy and so you can play any vintage Game Boy Game Boy Color game. So
1: I've been playing Pokemon Silver. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and so I'm assuming that just requires like no thought at all? Yeah, it's just like button smashing
0: like you know where you're going i've played the game before when i had a game boy so Mm -hmm. i remember you know and i also use the walkthrough and stuff but yeah i'm pretty you're you're
1: making the assumption that i'm not watching the shows i'm watching (laughs) well like okay i i play like candy crush type games on my ipad when i watch a lot of shows um Mm -hmm. and but when i don't do that when i watch a show i realize like I would have, I, like, there's so many things I miss completely when I'm not looking up. That is true. There's so many, like, big, sometimes, like, big (laughs) plot developments where it's, like, someone is doing something silently, and it's all Mm -hmm. visual, and I'm not really, like, looking up for more than, like, a second. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, like, oh, and then they'll have, like, the previously on, and I'll be, like, oh, well, I missed that, (laughs) (laughs) you know.
0: I'll give you three examples that have happened within the last day. So, one, I watched the new episode of Bake Off, uh, Mm -hmm. Great British Bake Off, and I completely just didn't even watch it. (laughs) See, (laughs) that's one
1: of the shows where I cannot do anything else when I'm watching that. Exactly. And
0: I had sort of forgotten, and so I was watching it, and I was like, oh my god, I didn't even learn any of these people's names, Mm -hmm. so I went back and I watched it again tonight with my parents. So, that was one. Two, I started watching Wentworth on Netflix, which you had recommended to me many eons ago. And I realized I missed a huge plot point about an abortion. (laughs) Because it was in a silent scene. So I was like, I know I missed something. Because this guy really freaked out for no apparent reason. So I went back and I read a recap. And I was like, aha. (laughs) And then, what was the other... I guess it must have been... I was watching Master of None. And the last episode ended. And I was like, that was the last one? No! (laughs) So... Yeah. I, I do see the downfalls of multitasking while watching stuff, but it's been all golden for me, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. Uh we haven't talked about Take My Wife. Not all. at all. Which is bad. But
1: um... it is bad. Let's
0: let's explain the show, who's in it, okay. and why we love it so much. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it follows okay. Cameron Esposito and Rhea Butcher, two stand up mm-hmm. comedians who are married to each other. And in real life. In real life. And the show is sort of like a fictionalized version of their lives. Um mm-hmm. where they're trying to trying to do their, their work, their stand up jobs, and they're also navigating, you know, what that means for their relationship and all that stuff. And it is so warm and sweet and joyful and genuinely hilarious and like also can be really incisive and cutting sometimes like yeah it's sort of everything I ever wanted in a show and it's the I feel like it's the first time I've ever felt accurately represented on television my Mm -hmm. entire life and it's like you're watching I just every time I see them like their outfits like (laughs) Rhea's haircut like I look at that and it's like I don't know why it seems to take like seeing yourself reflected in media for you to be like, Oh my God, like my life is legitimate. You know, like Mm -hmm. my choices, my, my clothing choices, my hair choices, you know, like I'm not alone and it's cool, you know, like Rhea is so cool and their clothes are so cool. And it's like, like I just, other people can watch that and be like, she's so cool. It's like, that's legit i don't know i don't like i i I almost i'm gonna get emotional thinking about it i know (laughs) i mean it
0: really is validating and it's what when people say you know like oh it representation matters like showing little kids in costumes of you know minority characters Mm -hmm. in marvel movies or whatever like this is just the capital version of that Mm lowercase you know like it 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 is important for little kids to see themselves reflected in media, but it's also important for adults. Yeah. (laughs) And and it's nice to see them. Like we, we have struggled a lot with shows that are sort of trying to do this, but always fail. Mm -hmm. And it seems like every show eventually fails at this. And it is only their first season. It's a very short season, but I don't imagine this show ever failing because these women are completely living this life. Yeah they are writing the show, they are starring in the show, so it seems impossible that they would make a misstep that it would be so egregious, like mm-hmm. in the 100, like they're mm-hmm. not gonna one of these two main characters is not gonna get shot, mm-hmm. and they've already promised that there won't be any dead lesbians, because they, <laughs> have, they have lived the life that you and everybody has yeah. already lived, where they've latched onto a character, that character has been killed unnecessarily mm-hmm. in a really terrible manner, and so they know that it's more important at this point for lesbians to see themselves as living people yeah. <laughs> and having fun and being in love and struggling with things like ordering food from takeout <laughs> places and... and
1: student loan debt and yeah. you know navigating your career and sexism yeah. in the workplace and you know getting locked out of your house and stuff it's just mm-hmm. like it's just so everyday and normal and it's just they they get it you know and like not only yeah. do they get they're just they're so aware of the current climate because that's like you see Cameron Esposito's like tweets where she talks about like she was a, just as devastated when Lexa died and stuff and you realize like it doesn't matter what age you are like if you are a lesbian you are watching these shows when they die mm-hmm. you jump to the next show then they die then you jump to the next one and Mm -hmm. we've all we have this collective consciousness we all have this collective memory and so when you bring out this new show it that is such a breath of fresh air because when i'm talking about like accurate representation that i feel like has never truly existed before that is including the l word (laughs) which yeah (laughs) like that like that and like yeah like everything else is like a prison drama you know our lives are horrible miserable dramatic you know and then if you are on a comedy you're the sidekick who makes sex jokes all the time Mm -hmm. you know and and it's just it's just so nice it's just so nice
0: i was trying to quantify it earlier today to myself and i think i came up with it and i just it gives me the same feeling that Parks and Recreation did, mm. but mm-hmm. just instead of, like, an, a worldview version, it's just, like, a community version. Like, this community of LGBTQ is represented so, as you said, warmly. Mm-hmm. It's so flattering to yeah. be, like, to finally have a show where the jokes are funny and at the same time they are saying things that matter, Mm -hmm. which you think, like, who, you know, that's not really important when you're watching a comedy, but, like, of course it is, because there's truth in comedy, and I'm specifically talking about the episode where they talk about male comedians Mm -hmm. that joke about rape on stage, and, like, that episode, after I watched that episode, I was like, I'm sold. yeah, Like, I honestly don't need to watch anymore because I just saw (laughs) the highlight of my life right now. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that was (laughs) truly powerful, and... And it was so, the, the the way that they comment on certain social issues and things like that is so great and incisive, and but not it's not hitting you over the head with it either. It's assuming mm-hmm. a level of intelligence of you, and that you're yeah. already like you're watching this show on CISO. You know you've made a certain amount of effort to yes. to watch this show, so like you're kind of already on uh, the same page, and then you get to see someone eloquently. Talk about an issue that you, you know, a part of. I actually have a really good quote from an article um, from the Decider, and it says, "Though Esposito and Butcher directly call out the sexism and homophobia present in comedy and pop co- pop culture, their criticism never feels heavy-handed. They're not explaining these problems to their audience. They're showing off the unpleasantness to an audience they assume understands, and the effect is even more jarring than if the show took a hand-holding approach." Mm.
0: It's so true, and I'm so happy that they're getting such good press from it because I think the the downside of this whole adventure for them could have been that you know trolls started you know ruining their lives Mm -hmm. and everybody hates them because they're outspoken and they're funny women you know and like this has just sort of skyrocketed them like they were profiled in Playboy today and like they've been interviewed by Vulture and Entertainment Weekly Mm -hmm. and they're getting all this great press and Rhea's album on is like number one on iTunes for like a whole week in a row it's amazing and
1: like I just want more genuine people like them (laughs) to succeed yeah (laughs) and I think a huge part of it is that it was on CISO it was on this random Mm -hmm. streaming service so they were allowed to do what they wanted they sure they had a shoestring budget or whatever but and also it you know it limits your audience to a certain group of interested people but then also it can be like hey discover this i'm but like versus if they were to get like a deal with nbc or something because i'm specifically thinking of there was a show um created by liz feldman last pilot season called one big happy And it was... Ellen DeGeneres was a producer on it, and it had Alicia Cuthbert as the star, and it was, like, she was, like, a Liz Lemon type... Like, not Liz Lemon. Liz Feldman. It was, like, loosely based on her life or whatever. Uh And so... But it was on NBC, and it was a sitcom with an audience, you know? And all the jokes became so broad and so, like, lame. And the whole Mm -hmm. show lost any edge or bite to it at all and it was after six episodes it was canceled um or maybe a couple more episodes than that but it was like and like that's what happens (laughs) when you when you when you make all of these weird choices and all these these changes to to something that could have been really cool Mm -hmm. and like and that's the difference between putting something on network tv and putting Mm -hmm. something on a niche streaming uh,
0: site, Yeah, I think we saw that perf- perfectly encapsulated with Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, mm-hmm. because that was originally supposed to be an NBC show, and then moved to Netflix, and you can see how being on Netflix helped that show immensely, yeah. and I think it's one of the reasons it succeeded, honestly, and there is there is a lot in that show that never would have made it into mm-hmm. Prime time on NBC and I know we keep beating up NBC, yeah. but it's not just NBC. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of problems on all of the cable networks. But I wanna discuss what Take My Wife would have been like if it had been on Netflix. Is there a difference? I feel like Netflix is now becoming a like a big network, mm-hmm. and I wonder if it's gonna start running into the same issues that places like CBS and ABC and NBC are running into now.
1: So like I, Do you think I don't think necessarily? I think Netflix is now they're branding themselves as this thing of the creators have full control, and we won't say anything. We'll keep giving you money no matter what. Like the mm-hmm. Get Down, this Baz Lerman uh, yeah. show that just came out was what was it like years over overdue or something? Like they were behind schedule by like. Several y- years. <laughs> but, i felt like hear that part. Yeah, they I know went it's the over budget thing. by millions. Twelve million. Yeah. yeah. And, but the idea was that Netflix is doubling down. They're saying, if you, we want like creators. Because now creators can, are seeing, oh, we can just go anywhere. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, we can go to HBO. We can go to Netflix. We can go to all of these other channels. And especially channels and services that don't have a lot of original content. Mm-hmm. It's huge to for for that to be like take my wife is one of like three four you know original shows on CISO so it gets mm-hmm. a lot of attention on CISO you know like Kimmy Schmidt on Netflix when there's only there were only like 10 other shows original shows mm-hmm. at the time versus NBC you know you're not competing as much for attention
0: yeah, that is that is true. And I think Netflix is, is, has now wandered into that territory because I saw, I think it was a BuzzFeed article the other day and was like, here are 10 Netflix shows you've never even heard of, like Netflix originals. <laughs> yeah. I was like, have we gotten to that point? Because I remember, the I think it was the first time that I realized there was a Netflix show, original show, and I didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. And it was that one, it was Lily Hammer or whatever. And I was like, I don't know if that interests me but also I don't have time yeah. and I was like oh my god Netflix is too big for me now <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and I was like I it felt like water just like going through my fingers like I couldn't mm-hmm. I, I wanted to be a completist about Netflix which is <laughs> insane because it's in, basically an encyclopedia of film yeah. and TV <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know I I I think I am unfortunately going to not be, get another crutch with CISO I think I will end my CISO mm-hmm a subscribership soon, probably this week after I rewatch Take My Wife yeah. but I am encouraged because I think like th- they'll get another season of course mm-hmm. and, and I don't know, I think it's not only streaming services that are having a good day, I think it's also like little independent channels on on cable yeah. as well because I was I, today at your recommendation I watched the Gaycation, um special on Orlando Mm -hmm. which was awful and heartbreaking and amazing Mm -hmm. but I watched it on demand so I still had all the ads in between the like during the commercial breaks and all of the ads I was seeing for the channel, it's on Viceland Mm -hmm. I was like, I'd watch all this, this seems like it's my network, I've never even heard of Viceland, like, what is this channel? I had to ask my dad if he had it and he was like I'm sure we have it, we have HBO now (laughs) (laughs) And, and so I was they were doing all this really cool
1: advertising and Well it's vice, I, it, it's it, super cool and this is their yeah. new their new channel that just started this year, so
0: Yeah, and I was like, Well that's great. I mean, I wish I knew about it <laughs> <laughs> but also like that how great is that, that that like if you do happen to be a millennial with cable, you could go to that channel now instead mm-hmm. of relying on, you know, I don't know, law and order reruns <laughs> She says as well, she watches Law and Order. On. Well, like, <laughs> see, you're one of those weird
1: millennials who still still watches live television, who just turns on the TV and sees what's on. Yeah. Well, not so much now that I don't live with my parents, because we don't have cable now. Mm-hmm.
0: So before we got, we had, we were internet-less for a week in our apartment, and I was completely reliant on the channel Ion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but after we got internet back i mean it's been all netflix all the time with the exception of some degrassi thrown in mm-hmm. on dvd but by the way you can't get degrassi on dvd in barnes and noble anymore which makes me really sad <laughs> um really beat up about it <laughs> wow
1: i mean i'm not exactly surprised like it's first of all it's a bookstore second of all it's a dvd like you're just describing oh. two <laughs> obsolete things <laughs> I'm not ready for DVDs to go. (laughs) Um, I want to go back because I feel like I got distracted from my own point when I was talking about um, Netflix shows and becoming a haven for creators who just want total freedom. Yeah. And it's becoming this thing where now networks are apparently, like, arguing that they have more creative freedom. Like, HBO and Netflix and Amazon, they're all having this, trying to attract all these creators. And it's also interesting because... I don't think Netflix has ever canceled an original show. Not that we know of. There's probably been
0: meetings and stuff about things not continuing, but I can't even think of anything that
1: there's never sort of I don't I can't think of an announcement where they've said this show is canceled, you know, this no. is the last season or anything like that. And mm-hmm. so that's sort of interesting because they're not all gems, <laughs> you know. No, they're not. And and yet they're still saying like yeah, we'll still fund another season. Like, every single season is getting renewed. Every single series is getting renewed, you know? And mm-hmm. so it's sort of like, okay, well, that doesn't seem like the greatest business model either. Like, sure, we all hate to see our favorite shows canceled, but, like, yeah. if you are going to keep adding shows, you have to keep adding subscribers, and there's a limit to the amount of people on the earth, yeah. well, <laughs> you
0: know? one of the... I think that leads into a a, a podcast we've done before which is like the natural death of shows Mm -hmm. like once you get past season five you're sort of in the zombie territory where you've done everything and and your show should probably end yeah but the I don't know how that works on Netflix because if the creators love what they've created Mm -hmm. they're gonna keep
1: doing it and and if Netflix has this policy that we don't we don't even have any hands in it. We will just yeah. hand you the money and you do what you do, you you, you genius there, auteurs.
0: I just can't imagine that there that every showrunner will willingly accept in their own mind that there is an end point mm-hmm. for them. Of course, like, there will be some that get bored and are like, okay, we're done. And I, th- I think that happened with, like, the bridge or whatever that was that they had saved from another network or from Sweden or something mm-hmm. and and Longmire ended and stuff but I, I can't I, I the one I'm specifically thinking about is Orange is the New Black because mm-hmm. that put, could potentially go on forever right. because there's always going to be women in prison but I don't want to watch that show forever yeah I have a lot of problems with that show, honestly, <laughs> and, and and my allegiance to the original author of that memoir, who is a smithy, does not outweigh the fact that my time is precious, and I can't watch every show yeah. on Netflix anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I know from experience watching prison dramas is that they can, I, I watched one for eight years, and what by the eighth year, there's... There's an entirely new cast. There's, like... There was, like, maybe two people from the original season that's there. And so you could keep going. Yeah, it's prison. You can... uh, People get out. People get in, you know. But Mm. at the same time, like, how many prison stories are there to tell, you know? About people not liking guards and wanting to escape.
0: (laughs) The one thing that you're explaining right now is the exact... Premise of Degrassi and what makes Degrassi so good?
1: <laughs> and, and, like people yeah, come in, and that's how people go out, <laughs> and I think that's 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 the soap opera format, right? Like the prison yeah. drama is very soap opera. Like Wentworth is very soapy, um, yes. but and Degrassi very soapy and soap operas. You know, like you can always have this evolving cast of characters, mm-hmm. and if you're on board for a soapy show, then yeah, you can watch it. But if you want a show that has a big, like, an end point, you know, that has a statement, you know, that has something to say and wants to end at a certain point and the creator wants to move on and do other projects. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's not really viable. It, I don't know. I do think...
0: Well, I don't know. I, I think it's nice that Netflix has a lot of shows that they don't create on their service because mm. I i think you can get that from those other shows like you watch the shows that that were on nbc before or whatever like Mm -hmm. if you you don't know if kimmy schmidt is ever gonna end but you know 30 rock ended so you can always watch 30 rock and be like this one ended because there are people i've i know i have friends that don't watch shows until they're complete yeah i'm like how could you ever do that with (laughs) like i don't know well that's the orange is the new black yeah (laughs) well
1: that's the question too about you know where's the future of of live television and broadcast TV and stuff like that and it's Mm -hmm. you know there have been studies where people have said I need a few episodes of a show before I'm gonna really give it a shot so I'm gonna wait a few weeks when Mm -hmm. it first airs to see if I'm and then I'll watch the a couple episodes all together um but Mm -hmm. then at the same time like when you're watching a show live at the same time or you're watching it the day of or the next day as the rest of the world then you can be a part of this cultural conversation, and so I don't see that aspect, that like shows airing on a certain time every week. You know, I don't see that going away anytime soon, because so many people still do that. So many people still watch TV that way. Like, yeah, you still I, watch TV on a weekly basis for a number of shows, and that way, like we and now that like, I was thinking when the Great British Bake Off aired this week, I thought I do love binging those episodes. I do love watching mm-hmm. the whole season. But I was on Twitter this year, you know? I'm on Twitter now, and everybody's, yeah. you know, talking about how much they love it. And if I don't watch it, then it feels like I'm not a part You're of the cultural of the conversation,
0: you know? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, that's one of my worries, for sure, about with all of these diversifying services. Like, if I have to watch... If I have just to sign up to something just to watch that one show that everybody's talking about... Mm-hmm am I gonna push back on that and be like try and be a little hipster about it and say no I'm not gonna sign up for CISO because it's only one show and everybody will get over it in one minute because a new show will come out and it's pilot season and everybody will forget Mm -hmm. about it and so part of me thinks that like don't bother it'll everybody's gonna get over it but at the same time it's like you do want to be a part of the conversation like I've I haven't watched Stranger Things yet Mm -hmm. on Netflix which everybody's tweeting about Mm -hmm. everybody's talking about and all of the articles on Vulture are talking about it. And so I feel like I have to, but at the same time, I'm like, ooh, but now I'm watching Wentworth, so maybe I'll just push it back. Like, you know? Yeah. And that's that's what I did with Master of None, where I watched five episodes of that show, and then I was like, eh, take a breather, and then I never went back <laughs> like to it. a year later. Until, to, like, this week. <laughs> and it's only because Netflix has autoplay,
1: and it just finished the whole season for me in, all, in one sitting.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well, Uh,
1: I do. The the thing, yeah, like, but you, every month, I feel like you reevaluate, you know, like, what is it that's keeping me? Like, with Netflix, I'm, I don't even think, I don't reevaluate with Netflix, because I know next month, I'm going to want to have Netflix, you know, I use it on almost a daily basis, so, and it just, it constantly is adding things that I know I'm going to be interested in, and Mm -hmm. so... That's always gonna be there. Amazon Prime, I'm still gonna have that subscription because I get <laughs> free two day shipping, which is totally yeah. random that this is paired with a streaming service. But then also there are show there's a bunch of shows and movies and stuff on there that Netflix doesn't have. And then there's original mm-hmm. programming that's really good. And then but with like CISO, I'm probably gonna cancel it this next month, and then when the next season of the UCB show comes out soon, I'll get I'll get another month of it, you know, yeah. probably putting in a code. I have like 12 codes, I feel like, from through podcasts <laughs> at this point for free, two, two months free. Um, oh, wow. That actually works. <laughs> I haven't paid for CISO yet. I've had it for like Aww. four months. Um, wow. Yeah. And every wow. month I think, do I still need to be paying for this Howl FM subscription? And every month there's something that that makes me want to keep it.
0: Well, that's the sign of a good producer of content <laughs> if they if they keep you there and I think that's one of the reasons Netflix can spend so much money on new and different things like now they're doing movies too and you know they were nominated for Golden Globes and blah 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 like of course people want to see and like when they bring new stuff in from overseas people want to see it and so they hang around and I think Netflix is now so ubiquitous that you sort of can't on Netflix it is the new cable Mm -hmm. honestly in that regard because like once your family got cable you weren't gonna uncable yeah (laughs) (laughs)
1: like what's the point you can't go back it's the crutch yeah so (laughs) it's kind of true like yeah you if I didn't have cable like I guess I'd be fine but having it is really nice and then once you have it you're like well I don't really want to get rid of it you know. (laughs) I think it's kind of like a breakup
0: process. Like, if you want to get rid of a service like this, and you are paying for it. Like, it's different with CISO, where you're trying it out. That's just you going on some Tinder dates. But if you want to break up with Netflix, that's a real decision you have to make. And like, we learned at Smith, I went to one of those relationship talks they gave one time, where (laughs) to get over a relationship, you have to spend half of the time of that relationship not talking about that person, or talking to that person, you just have to spend half of your relationship time. So if you're in a one year relationship, it'll take you six months to get over it. Mm-hmm. That's, that was their, this woman's thinking. So if you have had Netflix, how long have I had Netflix for? Three, four years now? Mm-hmm. It's going
1: to take me two years to get over Netflix. <laughs> I mean, we had Netflix in high school, my family. Oh, because you got the DVDs. Yeah, we got the DVDs uh, in the mail. Like, Do they still do that? They do. They do, weirdly enough. They do. And they have stuff
0: that's only DVD. Yeah, it's and like, it drives me insane. Why? I feel like they're aging out of that model, right? They have to be.
1: Well, okay, so maybe we can get into what we, well, maybe not what we expect the future to be, but what we hope, hope? and what yes. we think it should be. And first of all, I want to say the international stuff has Ugh. got, like those barriers have to come down. It It feels yes. so outdated that... Great British Bake Off aired this week and Americans Mm -hmm. technically haven't seen it, you know? And it won't be on PBS till who knows when, if it is, and then if it's on (laughs) Netflix, maybe like a year from now, you know, like it it, it feels insane, you know? Mm -hmm. And like Downton Abbey and stuff, when people were like, oh, the final season's here. And I'm like, what? I watched that three months ago. Like, what are you talking about? And then you're like, oh, this is dumb, you Mm -hmm. know? And it's just... I think that's one of the stupidest relics of this past that is it feels so arbitrary. You know, yes. like, yes, ads are annoying, but I understand their function. Mm. International differences in, in like content availability, that doesn't make any sense to me.
0: Yeah, it must be something to do with trying to help your own economies, your own economy with regards to production, you know? So, like, you want people, if you're in Sweden, you want your own filmmakers to make stuff and you want Swedish networks to pick it up Mm -hmm. and you don't want your Swedish mini Hollywood to get bulldozed by real Hollywood or, you know, another local country or nearby country, you know? So I kind of get it because it's sort of like mutual growth, like... But at the same time, it's so dumb. But if you work out because... a,
1: a agreement where with Netflix or whatever that they, they right. get to watch it, it at the same matter. time, then and you get kickback from that, then mm-hmm. it's only gonna help these places grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely.
0: If I'm creating my vision of the future, I think we should just all go back to Redbox. <laughs> <laughs> where you have to go to the Seven Eleven to pick up the DVDs. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, did you know red boxes are still a thing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's great. <laughs> anyway, I guess you can get video games from Redbox, which is a good idea. Yeah. But- still seems so weird. <laughs> we used to use that in college. It was oh god, I remember. I mean, I guess there's the something
1: line. appealing about it. You're like picking up a pizza at the grocery store and you're like, "Oh, you guys want to watch a movie tonight?" And there's like yeah. s- 20 options or whatever. So you're like, <laughs> "I get if we choose from one of these, it's not you don't spend forever combing Yeah, you have to bring it back the next day or oh, whatever. Oh, it's insane. And... <laughs> <laughs> and the prices kept uh, going up. At first it was like a dollar a night and you're like, oh, yeah. okay, yeah. And now you're like, okay, this is ridiculous. Yeah, three days later you owe them $80. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, if I'm picking my vision for the
0: future, it already exists, but not quite enough okay so when i was abroad i was watching orphan black on netflix and it was the next day they would put the episode up on netflix so i was watching it pretty much as i would have been anyway that's
1: amazing because they were not doing that At, in america
0: no they weren't doing it in america and i came back for i i guess i came back that's why i stopped watching orphan because <laughs> it wasn't on netflix anymore so i came back to american netflix and i was like oh well Uh, So I finished that this week, a year later. (laughs) So I really think that I I am surprised a network hasn't decided just to take the plunge and to say, hey, Netflix, let's partner up with this. And every show that we do Mm -hmm. can air the next day on Netflix.
1: Why not? Why wouldn't you take that deal? Now, you would probably know this better than me. What is the new deal with the new Star Trek series? They said it's on CBS All Access, but I thought it was on Netflix.
0: No, it's CBS All Access, which is basically the CISO, but not a comedy thing. So it's it's the streaming website for CBS, which they already sort of have. They have been using it for the past couple years for Big Brother streaming live feeds. Uh And now they're monetizing it. And apparently there will be ads. It's going to be like Hulu.
1: So it's an ad-on where you're paying a monthly fee for it? You're
0: paying a monthly fee. And there's ads. And there's ads. That's bullshit. People are saying that they... People are asking that they add another level of payment so that you don't have to get the ads. Um, But they also... So the first episode of Star Trek will be on tv and then after that they will all be online so they're hoping to like hook you and then make you move over at the same time they are also doing which is bananas they're doing the next next season of big brother all on cbs all access and it's starting like next month when that airs starts airing so if people want to watch bb19 they're going to have to get cbs all access and if you're living abroad it's going to be very difficult <laughs> so i i'm i'll i'm going to get it obviously because i'll be watching star trek and big brother right. but but the fact that they were like we're going all in and they only do big brother in the summer like once a year mm-hmm. you know and to just say we're going to go in, all in we're going to do a fall season right after this season ends of Big Brother, we're going to do another one, shorter season, but it's going to be all online. Like, that's crazy. That's not going
1: to get anyone in the door.
0: Well, it'll get the hardcore Big Brother people in the door, but they're already there because they already... Yeah. The the hardcore people already go to the live feeds, so they're just going to have to pay for it now. And I think
1: that they are... <laughs> it's pretty, pretty... It's pretty... It feels pretty rude to have a free service and then start charging. I don't think they'll start charging for the f- live feeds
0: of the normal seasons of Big Brother that will happen
1: yeah. on But on, like on a, C- yeah. a service you were previously, like Hulu, I signed up yeah. for Hulu when it was in beta, and yeah. there was like one ad at every yes. ad break, one thirty second ad, sometimes 15-second. And
0: mm-hmm. so it was
1: very watchable, and that's how I caught up with all of my shows the next day. I would watch them all on Hulu, and then it yeah. slowly became the garbage it is now you know like most <laughs> things slowly get better over time hulu yeah, is not hulu one of those not. things no um yeah but hulu. Ugh, yeah God. but this is a, a discussion that they we've been having uh, uh we uh fans of the nwsl have ha- been having um <laughs> <laughs> where so all of the nwsl games are streamed live on youtube and maybe. so they're free, and they're not region blocked at all. So they're free for the entire world, and anyone can stream them live. And you, wow. and they're all saved and archived, so you can go back and watch any NBA sell game ever. Wow! And so every season, when people are talking about what they want for the league this year and growth and future steps and stuff, they always talk about well, we got to get our get a TV deal, and they always get a TV deal for a couple games a season. You know, maybe ten games a season or something and they're shown on like Fox Sports or um NBCSN or ESPN2 or something. Mm-hmm. And these are all, and so basically they take 10 games out of the season and make it harder for people to watch.
0: <laughs> and
1: but people keep talking about these TV deals as a step in the right direction. And mm-hmm. Jen Cooper, who does the po- Mix Zone podcast for women's soccer, she's like I don't know why we're looking at that as the gold standard, you know, when we already have something that is better, but people just don't, it just doesn't have the, like, people just still view TV as the next step, you know, like, people who get famous on YouTube or whatever, it's always like, well, then, you know, when do they get their TV deal and become legitimate, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's like, so when do they get harder for people to watch? You know, mm-hmm. when does it get harder for people to access it and harder for you to understand how many people are watching and, you know, like that sort of a yeah. thing. And and so I think we just need to start shifting what is like, what the, the echelons are, the high, you know, what, what the, the levels of, of, you know, of TV watching are, you know, and, and stop holding up TV as like this, like the be all end all.
0: That's a great point. And I do think, you were right when you said we're sort of a lot of these shows, especially on Netflix, are in soapy territory because I think we as a population are sort of becoming more soap watchers again because we binge watch and we mm-hmm. you know you follow it. You're not watching every day at at two p.m. or whatever. Right. You're watching you're watching a billion episodes in a row, but I do think that 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 is the way we're going, and I think any step in that other direction seems counterintuitive mm-hmm. at the end of the day because you do I, I mean there's always room for everybody in every direction but at the same time the goal is for these companies is to make money mm-hmm. and they i see that they want to get tv deals so they get ads so they get money yeah. but at the same time there has to be, like, people make money on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Are they not
1: making money on YouTube streaming these games? Like... Well, they're not They're not treating it like television. Like, some of the streams, mm. some of the stadiums, and, and whatever, they'll have ads at halftime. Like, legitimate ads for companies that sponsor the team. Mm-hmm. And other streams won't have any ads at all. You know, because they're also simultaneously being shown on public access. Like, in, that's what the Spirit <laughs> have. So they can't show ads because it's public access. And so there's no, like, uniform standards with that. But, like, yeah, I think it's easy enough. Like, YouTubers make millions of dollars. Like, famous YouTubers. And they get sponsored. And they do in-video ads and stuff. They do sponsored videos and all that stuff on top of the ads that are shown at the bottom of the screen and all that stuff. So I think it is a very legitimate business model. But it's just like the whole print media versus online newspapers and stuff where... There's still the advertising money. You still make, you still charge and make more in print than you do online, Mm -hmm. even if that's not where your readership is, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think that's why the streaming services now cost, you know, money every month. And now YouTube has a paid subscription service because, you know, because you, you can only charge a certain amount for online ads. People are only willing to pay a certain amount. Whereas, if that's the future, (laughs) you know. I do think, if we're still talking about
0: our ideal futures for all this stuff, I do think that... Well, I hope that everybody eventually... All these little tiny streaming services break down and we sort of get, you know, I don't know. I just want to weed the population at the (laughs) moment because, (laughs) because... it, at the end, like, if you want to watch everything, if you want to be a completist, mm-hmm. and you have to get Hulu and Netflix and CISO and everything, you're spending a lot of money yeah. every month. And I think it's the same thing that they that somebody could totally be doing with cable, and nobody's doing it, it there either, which is, you should be able to, like, you know how, if you go buy beer, you can do, like, a pick six, yeah. and you can pick which ones you want? They should do that with cable channels cause and there are there's like a dish network where you can do it but it's like you pick blocks so you pick right. like HBO the HBO block which is all the HBO show channels and Showtime channels or you can pick the family block but what I want to do is I want to sit down and I want to say I want Ion I want AMC I want, and you pick like however many sh- channels and you just pay you know $10 per channel and that's what you have and you're like I'm set because all I watch is The Walking Dead on AMC <laughs> and Orphan Black on BBC America, and that's all I need. Right. And so you have it, and you can watch it, and there can be ads on it. Who cares? It's just a normal channel. But like, I, I could see that being the future for Netflix as well, where it's, it's basically like renting the shows instead. Where, or like Hulu, I definitely could see doing this,
1: <laughs> where you just rent per show or per episode or whatever. And yeah, because like know. cable per. Show like because if I did cable by channel, then mm-hmm. I wouldn't like because I just started watching Adam Ruins Everything, which is on mm-hmm. true TV, which I've never before watched a show on true TV, you mm-hmm. know, and I wouldn't have ever thought that I, I would want that channel, you right. know, and so having access to that just it's just so hard, you know, because. <laughs> yeah. At the same time, like, your cable subscription supports all of those shows, including random ones like IFC and Sundance and stuff like that. Not, not mm-hmm. mine, because I'm not um, money bags or whatever. But, <laughs> you know...
0: Um, You're not?
1: Because <laughs> that's, like, package number five or whatever down the line. Then you get those channels. Um, mm-hmm. But even if you don't watch them, there are people who do, and there's still a certain amount of money that needs to be involved to keep a channel running. And it's so hard because, yeah, I'd love to just... I, I already feel like I just watch shows, and I'm completely unaware of the channel that they're on anymore. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. Well,
0: <laughs> I'm excited to see how the future goes. I'm kind of not excited. I'm going to be honest. I don't know what I mean. it's going to
1: be, because it's either going to eventually be a monopoly, where it's still four companies... Mhm. But I kind of like right now. Yeah, it's very annoying to keep adding all these subscription services, but at the same time, if it means that people like Cameron Esposito and Rhea Butcher mm-hmm. can have their own show, you know, whereas no other channel would probably have invested in that at all, you know, mm-hmm. and given it the time of day, then I'm pretty happy with that. If if I have to get the stupid full screen app to to watch a, a docu series about my one of my favorite spirit players you know then uh, then okay you know like but it means that they they had an idea and they weren't turned down by someone and i it's 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 valuable addition to the the landscape i think but yeah it'd be nice if they did start to consolidate a bit more but yeah i think we'll get there yeah i'm sure we will and then it'll go too far and we're gonna be complaining about that
0: <laughs> yep well, there's
1: always something to complain about. You know us. <laughs> <laughs> Should we change the name of this podcast to Two Old Biddies Complaining? <laughs> that would be For way accurate. too long. Like, I thought this episode was going to be 20 minutes long, because I was like, we're just going to talk about how much we love Take My Wife. And then we we'll just... even talked turn it about up. it. <laughs> we haven't even done recommendations yet, Shannon. Like, every one of our episodes is going so long, and uh, we just... We don't edit, so... <laughs> I,
0: we're basically amateurs... Uh, okay, I'm the so day that we nervous. make
1: a dime making this show, yeah. <laughs> then sh- then we'll put a little more effort into it. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Like I Literally a I dime, the,
1: and then I'll start editing.
0: I, <laughs> I use uh. this podcast in my resumes, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's why I'm not getting job offers. <laughs> you know what my dad
1: told me the other day? He said I should put this in my resume.
0: You should. Why don't you?
1: I don't know, because I'm applying to be, like, victim advocates and project yeah, analyst and it shows that you have
0: feelings and you're you've been consistently employed for two years
1: <laughs> employed <laughs> what a strong word you're co-producer girl <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna put it on there why not it'll Good and it'll, it'll stand out as something different
0: yeah exactly except everybody
1: has a podcast nowadays right so. <laughs> we're just like yapping into the, the yawning darkness
0: <laughs> yeah that's true oh well again people
1: it. please write a review on itunes we will I read know. it on air uh, <laughs> just it would be we nice promise
0: that before i don't think i so. promise
1: this is now the third time on an episode oh. i promise this
0: okay maybe i'll write a review
1: <laughs> anybody please write uh, a review okay. so that we'll read it on the air and it'll prove that somebody is listening can I tell a
0: tiny story instead of a recommendation? Okay. Because we've already gone long. Okay, so I came to visit my parents this weekend because I was shopping and out in the suburbs. And we were having dinner, and they started telling me the story about the crazy thing that is happening next door. Which is, there's a, from their deck, they can see the neighbor's deck. And nobody lives in this house for, like, ten months out of the year because they have two other homes in different states. So they're never there. But this week there have been people in the house and they come, they don't turn on any lights or do anything. They just go and they sit out on the deck.
1: Interesting. And this is where
0: I was like, this is starting to sound like the girl on the train there. somebody's going to get murdered. And so they both were like, we think that this is the son of the homeowner and he's having an affair. And this is why. (laughs) And so they started going into this lengthy story about the last two nights when this guy and the girl have been on the deck and she's been all bashful and he's been shirtless, and it was just very dramatic, and I was like, this is so exciting for you, you guys should be live tweeting this, and my stepmom, Laura, was like, I don't have a tweeter account. I don't know how to do that. And I was just like, this is so perfect. Please text me and I'll screenshot it and I will tweet it for you. <laughs> so hopefully more shenanigans will happen next door and I can share all the news with you. Guys.
1: I love suburbia and the gossiping and like oh the the God. speculation. Like, I just, yeah, in Ohio I feel like we were always thinking like "Is is he like abusive to his kids because he's always having them run when like all the time and he's always wearing the same outfit and he and he like slammed the hood of our neighbor's car and Ooh. it's like but why is his wife so nice and it's like we just spent all of our time just speculating about our neighbors
0: <laughs> it's part of the joy of suburbia honestly yeah
1: and yeah. the utter sadness of it <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> well anyway that's my recommendation for the weekend <laughs> great well i i say we just collectively were we're saying watch take my wife it's incredibly worth oh, yeah. it and you can give it, you can sign up for a free trial and watch all six episodes in three hours so yeah
0: exactly <laughs> and then you can sort of branch off and watch some other stuff too that's what i did and i i enjoyed it mm-hmm. i you know i tried the billion dollar properties or whatever and i thought that was great as well so
1: yeah that's a fun show because it's mostly improv um, oh is it? yeah so it's basically uh. like they have like a scenario and then almost all the dialogue is improv Oh. And you should check out the UCB show too. There's some real gems in there.
0: All right, I'll do that before I cancel my. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so Zach has nothing for us this week. No, that's okay. Yeah, you have to pay extra for Zach's day. Yeah, sign <laughs> up for that. our
1: paid service if you really want to hear more. <laughs> <laughs> some bonus content will be on there.